podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, I'm Sai and welcome to H Podcast Nation. This is our wrestling series, Keeping It Real with Andrew Thompson. You can find all the previous episodes and all our shows in video format at youtube.com slash acepodcastnation. All the audio versions are all the usual podcast and radio apps. We drop numerous podcasts per week, video or audio, as well as several exclusive interviews with MMA fighters. Exclusive. Those guys ain't speaking to nobody but me. <laughs> the build up, build up to the Cage Warriors trilogy event, and uh, I had some great interviews with some of the top UK talent. And uh, I cannot wait for that three-day show. It is going to be unbelievable. But in the meantime, let's talk some some graps, some pro wrestling. Always a fun time as we spend the next forty-five minutes or so. Rounding up the wrestling news and TV as quick as we can, getting as much as we can in into under an hour. It is my pleasure to introduce my guest, my co-host, my friend, post-wrestling writer and interviewer, YouTuber extraordinaire, some of the best wrestling interviews on the whole damn internet. It is none other than Mr. Andrew Thompson. What is up, my friend? Sad, the sounds guy. What's going on, man? How you feeling? I'm feeling, I feel good. It's Friday night in the UK. It is dark outside. I'm fresh off a live football podcast with the legend that is Andy Campbell. I'm feeling legend. Talk, feeling talkative and feeling fun. So we will start. The week's episode by asking the news round up king what is in the news round up this week on post wrestling. Man, firstly, the big news Melina coming back to WWE per PW Insider, very big story. And they said that she is supposed to be back on television uh, within the coming week. Where's Bianca Belair? But you know what? Can't let that go. <laughs> what is going on with this company? It's like, like, in the back of the NXT, man. How do you call up? How do you have someone like Bianca Belair on your roster and you can't find shit to do with her on TV? I do not get it whatsoever. Especially when Becky Lynch is away, Charlotte's away. Why would you not have slotted her up the top of that card on Raw and make her a star? It makes no sense to me, Andrew. I don't understand what's wrong with these people. E- e- email WWE headquarters and let them know, bro. But what, it's, it's stupid. <laughs> like, they could have slotted her in when Becky and Charlotte went on their, you know, individual breaks. They could have had Bianca Bella. They could have built her up as a superstar on Raw. And when they came back, you could have done a Charlotte match, which would have been massive. You could have done and, and let, an and let Oscar Bianca, match. And let Bianca get her win back for Charlotte tapping her out in NXT. 
absolutely <laughs> mid. You could have done Oscar versus Bianca feud. You could have done Bianca versus Mickey James. You could have done Bianca versus Natalia. There's so many feuds there on Raw, let alone, you know, if uh, when they do this draft and you open up the rosters like a, a Bailey versus Bianca Belair feud. Oh my, oh my. Like, her being the one to take that title off Bailey if they split her and Sasha up could have been a hell of a story. They could have, you know, I don't know. This just frustrates me, man. Um, what else is in the in the roundup this week? Uh, what's the name? Mike, Mike Rotunda uh, spoke about his release uh, from WWE. Was he was on the um, two man power trip of wrestling podcast. And uh, it was some interesting stuff in there. Of course, he like he ain't really seemed like he was too upset. Like he's sixty some years old. He, he sounded like he just wanted to go home and be with his wife. He said he, him and his wife, been married for thirty six years. And he said Jeez. like only three of those years he wasn't on the road. Jeez. Like so, that's he, a lot he, of pressure on a relationship. Yeah, you know. But then they might not get on now. Because like he'll be home all the time. <laughs> yeah, he's on. But 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 yeah, he he talked about uh, Bo Dallas. And that's his son. He hasn't worked and for like two years. And yeah, he he he, he was just saying like he hoped WWE find something for him to do. Like because he's should. very talented. Yeah, he is super talented, man. I think him having a really dark character. But do you know what? You know his Bolive character. Don't you think it's perfect for the Firefly Funhouse? Bro. Even just to be a, some sort of character on that. The Bolivia thing could actually work. I just don't really think they had, like, they didn't really put any, any legs under it. Like, it could have yeah, went didn't, somewhere. They don't know what they're doing, do they? It no, worked in NXT. Like, you need to just give it layers, man. Like, I just think if you put him on the fun house as Bray's brother and, like, have it as Bray has, like, rescued him from the wilderness or whatever, and you have him as, a fun, like, the Bolivia character on the fun house, and then. I just build him up in the mid card, being really aggressive and dark in the ring. You don't have to put a mask on him and stuff. Just have his hair like over his face and just make him really aggressive and nasty and brutal, and have like two sides to his personality. When he's not wrestling or fighting, he's like smiling and happy. And there's so much potential there. They just don't seem to want to give um, these characters, not just you know. Bro, but all their characters they don't want to seem to give them layers and and intricacies to their motives it's it's all very one-dimensional and i don't really understand that because they've got some really talented people on their rosters and guys like i saw someone uh talking about eddie kingston's promo ability and how good he is he's the best promo in in wrestling blah blah, blah. and you know he is right up there he's one of the best and um i think it was a basketball basketball player or a baseball player I don't know but he commented on AEW on the promo ability of some of the guys on there and he said like the WWE guys don't know how to cut a promo you know I'm paraphrasing now to me you talking about uh, Michael Thompson it could be I, I'm not no, really that's, that's who it was he, uh, he oh, played, okay. for, played for the Los Angeles Lakes back in the day okay so like for me it's not that the guys in the WWE cannot cut promos what the problem is, is that yeah, they have to script, it. script it. Like they've got some really talented promo uh, promo guys in WWE, but yeah, they, so just, you, you they listen, overproduce listen like, everything. Samoa Joe, Bray Wyatt, 
Samoa oh. Joe was one of the best promos in the world. Even in the WWE, he somehow managed to make their script sound good. I hate to admit it, but Randy Orton is one. Yeah. For sure. Bray um, Wyatt, yeah. Seth it, Rollins, good promo yeah, Seth, when Seth he's been, uh, not overproduced. Seth, Seth, Seth Rollins been doing some real good stuff lately. You got uh, MVP. Adam Cole, MVP. Uh, man, it's a, it's a bunch of people, man, that cut like really, like really solid promos in WWE. Oh yeah, and I forgot to ask you, um, how do you like the new layout, the 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 overlays exclusively for the Keeping It Real series? Nice and bright with the green and the blue. It looks sharp, logo. man. I see, I see, I see, I see you going the head back. You look like a like a nineteen eighties like lead singer in like a pop band or some shit like that. I'll take that. I'll take that. Like your name's Curtis. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw Ryback blocked a load of people on social media, loads of journalists. Did you, damn, uh, I know Ryback. Yeah, were you blocked? Are you blocked by Ryback? I, I, I don't care to check. <laughs> I, are you blocked by any wrestlers? Uh, no, I don't think so. Do you know why that is? Because you're a nice guy. The only thing that I just I like I'm I'm not one of those that, like I don't like tag wrestlers and tweets and like I don't no. really, like tweet about them that much. Gossip. Like I just I mean and like I like like I post my news updates, but you can't call me out on my news update because everything in there accurate. So yeah, it, it ain't enough for you to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, 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 I try getting blocked by Hulk Hogan. I called him a racist, but he ain't blocked <laughs> so. <laughs> He didn't see it. There were so many people calling him a racist <laughs> that he, he just like there was just too many notifications for him. But um, yeah, it's a different one. Ronda Rousey hinting that she might be uh, up for coming back. I saw. I bet you. I bet you. WWE. They. They. They about to turn. To they, now, now, if they do, they gonna turn that women division. Gonna turn up. Bet you that Evolution two pop up real quick. Yeah, I bet. But you know, again, <laughs> if they built Bianca Belair up and she was the raw women's champion after beating oscar after a long feud now so like you she just won the feud at payback yeah like she'd oh she that- if she had just won the title off oscar now at payback and then ronda rousey comes back for wrestlemania season bianca Belair is your young long-term champion she's beating everyone that feud is money and yeah. they've just completely like i don't get me wrong I wouldn't be adverse to an Oscar versus Ronda Rousey match either. I, I, I definitely want Bianca to get used more tea for it. I wonder if we just send her back to NXT, honestly. Because I remember I was watching this interview she did, and she started like like getting emotional when she was talking mm. about how, how bad she wanted to win the NXT Women's title. She felt like every time she almost got close, like the wings kind of got pulled from underneath her. Not, 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 not like in a bad way, like criticizing the book, and but just saying like she got there so many times just for it, like not to happen. And it kind of like irritated her, and you could tell mm. she got she got emotional about it. She was like, regardless of whether she go on Raw, SmackDown, or whatever, like she always want to win the NXT Women's Title. So I feel like that like, that's a that's a nice story with that. But I, I was about to ask you, so w- did you see uh, when Rey Mysterio's daughter like kind of rubbed Buddy Murphy his shoulder? You saw that on Raw? Yeah. No, no, I, one I, that. I, I was going to ask you, not not even about that, but I was going to ask you. I mean, obviously, Seth Rollins is going to have to take maternity, paternity. Is it paternity or maternity leave for men? Paternity, yeah. Paternity, like like when Seth Rollins takes paternity leave, he obviously going to do it, like in a couple months. But 
like when he when he leaves, do you think they they should have Buddy Murphy get the victory over him, or would you have somebody yeah, else? Yeah, I think. Um, but it, it got to be Buddy Murphy, right? Like it got to be. I think they should be him. Buddy Murphy. Yeah. If it was me, I would. Um, so you know that the the bouncer from Raw Underground, who's like seven foot or something. Yeah, Jordan, like the massive guy. I'd have um, Buddy Murphy like destroy Seth Rollins, like injure him, and you know, like like what Bailey did to uh, Sasha, like pilmanize him to get him off TV. But I'd have that seven foot guy be his new bodyguard. I'd have him be his Diesel, and um, just make him just an asshole. And uh, cause I think Buddy Murphy makes for a real good heel. But you, but you, think, but, but you definitely think he should be the one that, like, yeah, I think so. Send, yeah, since I was all, yeah. There's no, no one else really, which kind of it, it, I think it, it, it don't make no sense for nobody else to since I was all than Buddy like, No, it, unless like, he starts another feud now, which makes no sense because he's still right, kind of like like, or, like like just imagine if, if they if like what, what, what would be the point of all of this if, if Buddy Murphy not gonna be the one that's gonna be Seth Rollins. Like, yeah, well, I think it's, it's no, going to be, isn't it? It's, it's no point. And I, I want to, like, because you, you mentioned, uh, oh, you go ahead. I was going to mention something else, but you, uh, you go ahead. I was just going to say, he's got to be the one who has enough of Seth Rollins' shtick and then just gets, you know, just loses his patience. However, I don't want Buddy Murphy to be a babyface because I think the potential for him as a heel with, like, that guy as his bodyguard, like I said, I think that could be exceptional. That mm. could give me um, like Shawn Michaels vibes with Diesel. Um, who was the other guy? Um, oh. Not Ziggler. There was someone before Ziggler had Biggie as his bodyguard. There was another guy, Brian Kendrick with Ezekiel Jackson. Jackson, that was a good one. Who else? There was. Who else has had a good bodyguard over the years? Mm, I'm gonna have to come back to you on that. Um, but what were we gonna say? I was going to ask you, did you hear uh, Shane McMahon on uh, the After the Bill podcast? No, I haven't seen I haven't watched the WWE podcast, really. No, Unless there's it, something which really, like, takes my eye. No, it was, no it, it, was a, it was a good interview. And I was just like, just, just from hearing the stuff that Shane was talking about, I, I think he probably going to be the one that's going to take up WWE after Vince McMahon. Like just just, just yeah. hearing just just hearing, cause like he he was like, like before he got into wrestling, like Vince made him do like everything. Like he had to mm. do like editing. Vince made him do ring crew. Vince made him do refereeing. Vince made Vince made him do everything. Yeah, every so, every, he, every, so he knew no, every no 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 a, not, 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 not even, like, he made him do all that before he got into corporate. Like Shane couldn't even get into corporate until he did everything. Like he had to do refereeing, stage crew, ring crew. Producing, editing, like, I like and then, that though. And, 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 then, and then once Shane, what I like, Shane put it basically like once Vince saw that, then he bumped him up to corporate, and then Shane had to learn everything about corporate and go through every position in corporate, and like just, just like just, just hearing that, it, it just made me think like, hmm, you, you know what I mean? Because like I'm pretty sure yeah. he would, I'm pretty sure he wouldn't like make him do that for no reason, you know. But what then saying? I like, just think that. I'd be amazed if Stephanie and Triple H don't end up running the creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Stephanie and um, Shane, maybe as a joint thing, will run the corporate side. Right. But then I'd be, I would, I think, 
I think Triple H has shown enough that he can do the creative, be in charge of creative. Mm-hmm. He's got his finger on the pulse in terms of what people want in 2020. Yeah, I, um, I ain't gonna lie, Triple H, he is good creative. He is very good at that. And I think if you let him be at the head of it and then build his own teams, I do think that that is potential to be maybe a saving grace for the WWE. You know, like how many times have I said or we've said that it's time for Vince to go and let someone younger take over and it's doing damage to their product. And I wonder, like I've asked this question to numerous people over the years, like yourself, to Sean Rossap, to Alex McCarthy, like when do the shareholders say, right, come on, we're a bit worried about this. Is it time for you to kind of step down? Is there ever a point where they can oust him? And I think because he owns, because of the way it works in America and with business and companies. I don't, I don't even I think, think because he, of that, bro. I think it's like WWE, they made record profits this year, bro. Like, well, yeah, like they, they, they were in a pandemic and made record profits. Yeah, like, but it was clear from that thing, wasn't it? The last corporate call they had, yeah. um, that there's some twitchy, twitchy people there now. Like they're asking questions about creative for the first time. Yeah. And I think AEW breaking a million a couple of times the last couple of weeks as Raw's plummeting. Like if they both keep going in that same direction, you ain't gonna have to wait long before WWE starts thinking, right, we can't we can't have this. Because I don't think they cannot afford to have AEW and Raw like coinciding in the ratings yeah like, i just don't i think that's a that's real re- bad yeah, bad that's, thing for that's them. real bad um and i mentioned uh oscar and a potential oscar and ronda rousey match like i think that would be really entertaining and you I say think who? That would, ronda and uh oscar oh i didn't say oscar i was like oscar i was like who the f- <laughs> <laughs> but like i think that'd be a good feud for wrestlemania season and I think it would be snug. Speaking of snug, segues us nicely to uh, Thunder Rosa versus Eva Lee on AEW TV this week. That was uh, interesting, and it was Shoot. most definitely snug. Tell me yeah. a bit about that, mate. I think it was uh, I think it was Sean who reported that Sean Rosa who reported first put out the story. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you you could see it on TV, but I think he kind of added more, he added more clarity to it to yeah. the situation. But uh, yeah, it's, it's it's videos out there like anybody could go look it up. Like you know, they clearly was like, you know, they they was putting the hands into each other and the feet to each other and kneeing and you know, it. it I mean, even no no salts and stuff. I think yeah. didn't she? And uh, I mean, but they don't the ante a bit. I mean, but they don't like each other. So I mean, I'm surprised AEW even put them in the ring together, knowing that they don't like each other. So and they yeah, never it was had weird, wasn't it? So. Yeah. I was going to say, it was like a historic thing, and then they're in the ring again next week, which maybe that adds to the ratings, because everyone knows they don't like each other, everyone knows they were a bit it's, snug. It, you, you want to know what's funny? It, it, it reminds me of like the, um, the, the the story myth between Sasha Banks and Alexa Bliss, like people swear up and down that they don't like each other. I've, I've, I've never seen Sasha nor Alexa have a comment on this. And I'm, no, I'm, and I'm, I... I'm, I Bro, I'm I'm, so, I'm surprised nobody has asked them that in the interview. Like, I've never seen them comment on it, and I, do you know I've never seen like um, like uh, something in the ring 
No, it, like it, one of them no sell, no sells. Oh no, nothing like that. But it, it's happened before. Like I remember one time when uh, uh, it it was on a raw and Alexa Bliss had can she like um, she like stepped on uh Sasha Banks's stomach. No, it was Sasha who stepped on Alexa Bliss's stomach, like oh. hold, like 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 holding up the championship, and Alexa like immediately like like pushed her pushed her the hell away. It was funny, but um, uh, okay, it was something so, like that. Yeah, but I, I can, I've never heard them like speaking about that. No, and I've never seen like a tweet or just something which would kind of like hint at it. You know, um, I was just having a quick look on Twitter to see if I could see any videos or gifts of uh, the Thunder Rosa. Go 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 to um, go go to go to Gif Skull Gif Skull's Twitter G I F S K U W L Gif Skull. I'll have a little search through that now. Um, go to his media. But were you a little bit surprised, were you, that they put them in together? No, because I'm, I'm, pr- I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure they probably thought they were just going to have a good match. But, yeah, I mean, professionals. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it is what it is, I suppose. Isn't it? What have you thought of AEW's uh, storytelling and TV of recent weeks? Been, been impressed with it? Well, I mean, it's, it's been a good show. Like, I've been tuned into it. I mean, I've yes. been, like... I like honestly, but I've been more interested in like independent shows, like for real, for real. Like, uh, like I, I like watching NXT, AEW, Raw, SmackDown, but like they like barely peak my interest. Like, I'm like yeah. more into like the independent stuff that's going on. Like, I find GCW and you know all these promotions that's like they, I just find their stuff so much more interesting. I just don't have a, just don't have the time to watch everything because every time I've watched G- GCW, I've always really enjoyed it. Mm. And, Everyone speaks really highly of it, like the stuff that I haven't seen. But like, I just don't have the time, man, to yeah. like, to watch everything which I want to watch. Are, are you are you gonna watch the um the collective shows that they doing? They doing uh it, it, it basically basically it's the shows that was supposed to happen WrestleMania weekend. They doing them next month, basically. Okay, that's cool. what it is. Cool. Yeah. So um, the other thing I was gonna ask you just while I'm looking for these gifts and stuff is um what did you make of the street fight on AEW this week did you enjoy that it's amazing is it the best street fight you've ever seen uh, i want to say the best it's, it's definitely up there though have that you is... ever seen a real life be- street fight which is better than that a real life have you ever fight? seen a real life street fight yeah of course I see them on Facebook all the time. <laughs> it's usually like a racist getting slapped. <laughs> I enjoy those. They're my favourite videos to watch. Is um, is like racist people losing their shit in shops, and then someone like take takes them down or slaps the taste Wait, out of their uh, mouth. Uh, or my uh, other uh, favourites uh, is like bullies who go and pick on someone, and then like the big friend comes from nowhere and just like. Puts him in that place. Have, have, have you seen that video of the dude in the T-Mobile store when he ain't got no neck? Yeah, I think I have. <laughs> it's just, but do you know the ones which really just completely off topic and off wrestling? The ones which really, really, really pissed me off is the ones where these people have got like they live in apartment complexes, and I've seen a few of them recently. So it'll be like, um, do you have like a shared pool? So like. It's like an apartment complex. You don't get them really in the UK because it's too fucking cold to have outside outside pools. Um, and there was I saw one yesterday, and it was like a black guy and his son, and they were just in the pool where they'd help their friend move, 
and they were in this apartment complex and this guy's just teaching his son to swim and this stupid old woman comes out and she's like oh, why are you in the pool where where do you live show me where you prove where you live prove where you live why are you in this pool and she's just being horrible and uh, just aggressive and abusive and he's like, I just helped my friend move. He's so calm and he's so polite. And he's just like, I just helped my friend move. He's going to be down in a minute. He's just in the restroom. I'm just teaching my son. And he's telling his son, you know, sometimes you're going to come up against people who are ignorant. Just ignore it. Stay calm. You know, you, you show me how you swim. And I was just like, that's how you deal with ignorance in like a respectful way. And that's how you teach your son that people are assholes but like I, I the, the only thing I like the th I just wish there was more people slapping them <laughs> that woman just deserved I just uh, didn't no, 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 I don't that. understand don't it bro no, 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 don't say that don't say that don't say no, that no look another woman slapping her oh oh yeah alright yeah, right. like I know all about that but like it just annoys me though because like it wasn't like this person was like up in the pool she'd never seen him before and he was drinking and smoking and he had his friends over and they were partying really loud so they were like disturbing people and then you maybe you could legitimately ask you know do you live here or whatever but like this guy was just teaching his son to swim and it was just like come on where where's the humanity and the the compassion and just the downright just just Decency. I don't understand it, mate. Humans are assholes. Right. Here we go. I'm going to put this up on screen. We won't be able to play for too long because get copyrighted by those motherfuckers at YouTube. <laughs> they love that shit. Got, got my swearing mouth on today. Right. It's going to be snug. Good match though. I am. Um, I are you surprised why Evelise hasn't kind of like picked up, like she hasn't been in WWE or like well, picked up a, a, like a long term leave. contract and stuff. You know. Yeah, like, I mean, you see where. <laughs> oh, it's like we should do a watch along one day. I just realised it's a shame though. You can't do a watch along like this where you can actually yeah, watch you, it on yeah, the you screen. Def you definitely get copyright. Definitely get. Oh, look at that strange. That was. Uh, that was snug. She wasn't supposed to go over there. Look at them. They do not like each other at all, though. But fair play to them. They don't like each other. Some of the striking is snug. She protected her neck. Yeah, she she, she protected her on that tombstone. She, yeah, not because she could have dropped her on her damn head if she wanted to. That's what they would have done in the 80s, bro. <laughs> Drop that motherfucker on his head. That's what they would have done. That's, I ain't lying. That's what they do. These bad men. But anyway, let's get back on, on track. Um... It was a very, very good street fight in the uh, main event of AEW. And I noticed that uh, straight away, like the next day, WWE announced that Jey Uso... Jey Uso or Jimmy? Jey. Jey Uso versus Roman Reigns is now a street fight. Um, do you think that's a coincidence? Do you think they were it, planning it, that anyway? It's, it, it's, 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 just, it's weird that they announced that. I mean, I, I, we, we have no way of knowing whether that was planned or not. But I mean, it just SmackDown. Adds to the I, mean, I mean, but SmackDown is live. 
So, I mean, they could have announced that days ago, but I mean, so, I mean, we, we, we like, it, it, if, if, they, if they mimic how, you know, how it was done on AEW Dynamite, then that, that's definitely a sign yeah. that, you know, they just reactionary. But, but that, that, that main event on Dynamite, that, that shit was great. Like, yeah, man. That, One thing and, I, and, and, and then Sue flipping off the bird at the end. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was that, good. That, that, that was amazing. She's been doing some media interviews this week. Um, I saw Sean had Sue on uh, Fightful, which was was quite interesting. And also, um, I tell you, you said about GCW and you're enjoying those independent shows. I am really looking forward to the Bloodsport show. Um, yeah, that's that, in that's, that, that's that's a part of that's a part of that the collective. Oh, is it okay? Yeah, um, all that. It's a it's a Bloodsport um, for the culture. Um, that's F-ish. the other one I want to watch. Yeah, yeah for the culture. F- Effie show, uh, Bloodsport, like you mentioned. Um, it, it's a bunch of other shows, but it's basically every show that was supposed to happen during Mania weekend. So can you buy? I wish you could buy them as like a package. You can. Can you on fight? Yeah. Uh, yeah, on yeah on fight. You could buy it as a whole package on fight. Yeah, you can. And what's it called? The collective. The it's called yeah the collective. Yeah, I might have a little look at that. Um, yeah, you could buy it on a couple fight. Of, couple of those shows I'd really like to watch. Um. So, have you watched NXT this week? Anything st- what stood out for you on NXT this week? Yeah, I actually watched it earlier today. NXT, like, I mean, the one the one thing that kind of stood out, um, I really, I really liked the Finn Balor stuff that they, they did, the stuff that they've been doing with Finn Balor. Like, they're not making him like this cheesy heel. Yeah. Like, he's he's like kind of like like only reason I'm here because they're paying me and they want me here, so I'm here. And you know, I just so happen to want a championship while I'm here, so you know, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, and then, yeah. Uh, and then and another thing, I'm gonna, I, I'm, I'm really liking Damian Priest. Like, I, I feel like he's doing. Like, I, yeah. I, always think, I always think it's cool. Like, when a wrestler like put puts all the pieces together. Mm. I feel like he's done that now. Isn't yeah, he? or he's in the process of doing. Right, he has, but like, he got the entrance, the move set, the gear, the Everything. like. He, he got, he got it all, all set, bro. But you know, like when set. he left Ring of Honor, and like he went to WWE, they said. Like in the gap between him leaving Ring of Honor and then starting in NXT, if someone had told you that his gimmick was basically going to be like a Playboy, you'd have been like, "What the fuck?" I know, right? But, but he, he, he he was like that whole well, he? he was like that whole dark ring thing he was doing Ring of Honor. He was like that was never him. Like he said, mm. the the character he's doing now is like more just him. Yeah, like I think anything. that's easier then, isn't it? When something is more. Man, you, uh, man, you, to play. you can relate that in real life. It's way easier to be yourself and free to be yourself than to be somebody else. Yeah, for sure. Um, so the bundle for the collective on GCW, the collective, 139 quid. Ooh. Jesus. I know this. You get a lot of stuff for that. Got That's a grip, buddy. It looks like you get eight shows all, to, all together. But the thing is, like, I would probably, I'm going to buy Bloodsport. I'm going to buy the Shimmer show probably. And I would, by for the culture. So, the other guy I wanted to ask you about was um, Alistair Black. What are they doing with Alistair Black, do you think? Calling it week by week. Yeah, making it up as they go <laughs> along. Um, so, he's lost the bandage from his head. Right, like, um, I, I, I legitimately thought Alistair Black could have been like a US or any kind of champion, like, off the break. Nah, I don't he see it at all. Been. Did you know, though, 
I think if he came up, if he came up from NXT now, I think they'd put the title like an a, a, a intercontinental title or a a US title on him from the like. So you know, like when Riddle had that title shot against uh, AJ on his debut, or he beat AJ in his debut. I could mm-hmm. see them putting Alistair Black in that slot and having him actually go on and win it the next week, but. It's too little, too late now. I just I, I, I was going to ask you, so I, I wanted your thoughts on this. And you mentioned Alistair Black. Uh, so R- R- Ricochet hopped on Twitter, and you know he, I guess he saw the. the I, I forgot who put put that story or tweet out there that he um that he was looking to leave WWE in January. Okay. His, his, allegedly, his contract is expiring in January, and Ricochet just came on Twitter and like that it anything having to do with him. he i don't think he said anything about his contract i don't think he refuted that but i think he refuted the part about him wanting to leave and like so, so some people were saying like he kind of doesn't know how good he is but other people was just like i mean you can't tell him what to do type thing the thing is with ricochet right is he has wanted to be in the wwe specifically since he was a little kid like exactly. i don't like he he um he's like a proper wrestling um like fanatic like a dub but not just wrestling like a WWF WWE fanatic yeah and I think like I think in his head that if he went back to the Indies or so to AEW it's like a step back yeah. because I feel like he feels That's this it. is. This is like the culmination of years of hard work. This is what I wanted to do. This is like when I was growing up, I wanted to be a WWE superstar, oh, and that's right. what I am. Do you know uh, what I mean? Yeah, no, that's the. I think that's accurate, actually. And I think, like, he's young enough that, like, yes, they're not using him as they should now, but there's so much, like, everyone's in such a rush sometimes to, like, do stuff now don't get me wrong they should be using ricochet better he should be way up the card he should be treated with more respect he should be in meaningful stories etc etc of course he should he's one of the most talented wrestlers on the planet he can do things nobody else can do outside of maybe will osprey but like this time next year he could be world champ he could be if they did things right you know, now will they do things right? Probably not, but he could be. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't take a long time to to do something with someone of of that ilk and that talent. Um, and I think sometimes maybe people are in a, like a rush, like, oh, he's not being pushed. Let's you know get out of there. You know, it's like sometimes you've got to find your place or find the right gimmick or find turn heel, turn face, like whatever it may be. For for instance, um, I think. Cedric Alexander turning heel might be the turning point for him because I think MVP is going to really help bring him along on the mic. I think okay. he'll. Right. Since, 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 since we're right here, let me ask you this. Let me put you on the spot. You got MVP, you got Thunder Rosa. Who Who is your pro wrestling MVP right now between those two? Because I think Thunder Rosa has had a hell of a year. She had a match of the year candidate in January. NWA Women's Champion made her way to AEW. On, on been on TV for like five weeks straight. Then you got MVP who came to WWE and this man elevated like five different people without even having to wrestle. 
that much. So, if you're talking like in ring, then it's not even close. Yeah, yeah, Thunder, yeah, Thunder right. Road has been amazing. But if you're talking about keeping me interested at all times and being just all round entertaining, mm. then I'd probably go with MVP. Like when they signed MVP, I could not have cared less. Like I liked him. I really his feud with Matt Hardy That's is one it. of my That's all time it. favorite feuds. But I didn't really care about him signing with the WWE. I I was like, oh, okay, you know. He's a good hand. You, 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 you want to know it's crazy? Like, not, not to interrupt you right there, but you want to know it's crazy. Like, since, like just how you mentioned, I think it was a lot of people that kind of felt like that. Like, people were happy for him, of course. But, like, yeah, yeah. Like, c- comparing that to that, c- comparing that to the the reaction to the news that came out when he said he was negotiating a long term deal, like, everybody was like, thank God. Like, yeah. <laughs> because not only is he being super entertaining. But he's made Bobby Lashley entertaining again. He's and Bobby Lashley hasn't been entertaining since he was with Leo Rush. Um, you've got Cedric Alexander has turned heel and looks like they're finally gonna do right by him. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Shelton Benjamin who's on TV again. And he's feuding like, with Apollo. Yeah, and it's like, come on, like who else has done that? Like, am I a little bit disappointed that they didn't turn Ricochet? Yeah, I am because I feel like a heel Ricochet not saying anything with just being a smug asshat with Mm -hmm. MVP as his mouthpiece. I think that could have been money and a main event gimmick, but I'm interested where they go with it because I like Cedric Alexander versus Ricochet in a heated feud. If they put, if, and it's a big, if they put the effort into it and into the storytelling of it, could be like the match to culminate it all could be absolutely out of this world like that could be something special and i would like to think i would love to see them have if they get some fans in at survivor series even if it's like a small amount i would love to see like a cedric alexander versus ricochet match on like the upper mid card of survivor series Give him like fifteen minutes to just go out there and bang. Like I would love to see that, but I don't think they will because I think it'll be the hurt business versus retribution. Mm. What did you think of that angle to end draw? I think it was great. That's the way. That's the way you're supposed to make the hurt business look. I mean, I like. I kind of feel. I, I know people was like, like, how could you do that? They're supposed to be heels. I mean, who said they weren't heels? They are heels. They just aren't scared of retribution. Like. I, I want all my characters like I hate this this thing that heels have to be friends with heels and faces have to be friends with faces. That's not the way the world works. Like personalities clash. Sometimes someone rubs you up the wrong way. Doesn't matter if they're a good guy or a bad guy. Like I've known people who were over the years in my thirty nine years of life, some people who would be perceived by others to be bad guys. And they're some of the soundest people I've ever met. I also know some people who would be perceived as being great people who are absolute scumbags. But mm-hmm. like people are not as simple and black and white as good and bad and the occasional tweener. So I hate this thing that all the heels have to get along and all the faces have to get along. Um, 
my only issue with it was when there was so many like when retribution outnumbered them so much i felt like retribution should have got the upper hand just because of the numbers like i felt like the hurt business should have put up like a bit a really good fight and then just the numbers like overran them um that was my only sort of quibble with it um are we getting keith lee versus uh drew mcintyre do you think like what what the hell was up with that stipulation like if randy Orton can make uh clash of champions then keith lee gets the top i'm like what the hell's going on but man you you you, you know damn well they ain't gonna go all the way i only get amped up about it they ain't gonna go all the way because i mean like it, 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 did it, you they, like keith lee though man did yeah, you, you like you, him you did, but i mean yeah they they do but like come on now like they 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 do this all the time bro like I don't I, I don't trust it to for for them to go all the way with Keith Lee. I mean, I, Keith, I would Keith I'm, Lee being crowned at WrestleMania as that, champion with like in front of fans. Now that, now think that that's a, a moment no, no, right no, up no, there no, with I'm, Kofi I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm not I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like what they doing right now, like in terms of putting him in the title match at Class of Champions and then going all the way with it. Like, I don't yeah, think I think that. they're gonna. I think what they'll do. Is I think they'll put him in some multi-man title matches, where he'll lose but not take the pin, mm. and then I think eventually he will either win the big one at WrestleMania, which it, I think would be an it, incredible moment. Get, get, give me Keith Lee versus Big E at Survivor Series. That'd be good. That'd be <laughs> good. But who would win? They battle to an hour get, draw. Get, get, give me, get, get, give me the fuck finish. <laughs> Kofi Kingston comes back and screws Biggie with the Ooh, lead pipe. Hey, hey, hey. We, we, we ain't doing that, man. We ain't doing oh, it's that. better than the shit I read on Twitter today where uh, that WrestleVotes account said that they were thinking about putting them on separate brands, but both keeping the New Day music and then having Xavier Woods just be a manager for both of them on both brands. Like, what the fuck at this point is the point in the brand split? I hate the fact that they just bastardize it. I really just there's have no a brand thing. split. Like, there's no such thing. I hate no it. Thing. Because just, they've got so many good wrestlers. Just like keep them sep- keep the brand separate. Don't bother with show, this Survivor bro. Series shit. And <laughs> just do separate brands and push people. Make new stars. It's not difficult. Um, but going back to my Keith Lee point, I think they'll put him into multi-man matches to make him seem like a big deal. Have him keep winning. He won't take the pin or the loss in the multi-man matches. And then they will either do a massive angle, particularly if they've got fans. I think they might do a big angle with him beating whoever's the champion, maybe Randy Orton at WrestleMania, um, and like have a big moment of that. Or they might have him lose a couple of multi-man matches and then win like the intercontinental title or something from right. like Shelton Benjamin or someone like that. Um, but I do think he will have a title before the end of the wrestling year. So like WrestleMania. Yeah, I feel it. I, I said feel it. Um, how do you feel about the Adam page storyline and the Kenny Omega stuff? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm interested to see how it's gonna play out. Like, I mean, 
I think I think Paige is a single star waiting to happen. Like it just absolutely. Um, I, 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 I feel like he kind of lost his steam a little bit. Yeah, so it's weird. So the build up to um, what was it all out? I was like, I can't wait for this. I cannot wait for this match. The match is going to be awesome. I cannot wait to see which way they go because there were so many different possible ways. Who's going to turn? Are we going to see the cleaner? Are we going to see Adam Page like join FTR? It was so many different things. And then they kind of didn't do any of the turns, really, other than Kenny Omega kind of turning on him a little bit after the match, but he didn't really turn. They just teased it. And then... On the TV, then straight after, they did this thing where they both did separate interviews. And Kenny Omega said, I want to be a single star. And I want, you know, he basically said, I'm going to be the cleaner. And Adam Page did another interview and he said, I'm going to be, you know, I'd like to work our way back up the tag division. And I was like, okay, that's interesting that they kind of saying different things. And then this week, I don't know, something just, I just, it killed it for me. Like, they portrayed Adam as, like, this millennial cowboy. I hate that terminology, but it's something I saw on Twitter. But, like, he was just, like, this sad, like, I don't know. It just, so they lost, just lost something for it. Like, now I'm ready for the feud to start. I'm ready to see the cleaner. I'm ready to see Adam Page be, fulfill his potential. Bro, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. Kenny Omega ain't been the same since he left New Japan. I'm keeping a buck with you. Like, he he ain't been the same. Do you think that's why they're turning the Young Bucks as well? To try and recreate the elites? And you, can't, that? You, can't, you, you can't recreate, bro. They are executives of a wrestling company. Like, I don't really think they even have time to focus on their own in-ring work. Like, that, like when they were on, like basically running basically running the wrestling business for a minute, all they had to focus on was pro wrestling. But now they got to worry about everybody else. And all the other business stuff, like I, don't I really think Kenny's that. the one who suffered the most from that. I think a hundred percent, one hundred percent. He's trying to get this women's division up and running. Bro, he need, taken, he need to let that go, bro. He need yeah, I think so go. as well because he's he taking go, bro. He's taking so much bro. criticism, which he's I would imagine he's putting his prime so much. years, bro. He's, my bad, Is, am I cutting out? Yeah, no, no. Yeah, he's like one of the oh, best best wrestlers in the planet. Like, um, and he's like not doing what he should be like i want to see kenny omega become the cleaner and have this top run in AEW and show the world on like this national tv stage what me and you and like other wrestling fans who watch new japan have seen previously for like the last few years i want the world to see that i want the world to see that kenny omega um it's time it's time to have him turn on Adam Page. And do you know what I would do? Is this week on Dynamite, I would have... So who would you got? Brandon Cutler or someone... Who could it be? Cody, maybe? Who else is in the Elite? Who's in the... Um, who did he speak to? No, the, the Elite is just... Yeah, but this is what this is what I would do. So I'd have maybe even have like the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, or have the Young Bucks come out and have them call out Adam Page, say, "Look, we're really sorry. We, you know, things have happened. Blah blah. blah. We'd really like to just be your friends. Let's just go our separate ways. Let's let's make up. Like blah blah blah. Have them call Kenny out, 
and have them kind of hug, apologise, and then have when then Adam Page turns his back, I would do the same angle. You know the angle they did on AJ when they kicked him out of the Bullet Club and Kenny Omega took over? Mm -hmm. I'd basically do that, but have the three of them attack him from behind, do like a load of moves or whatever they, you know, like the triple moves they do, take him out completely, and the feud begins with the heel elite, the like the OG elite three versus Adam Page, and just get it going. Clean a Kenny Omega. I think they've got to change Kenny Omega's music. Do New Japan own the the cleaner music? Yeah, they, they own that, bro. Such a shame because that music is so good for the club. Right, it was so fitting. So it was so good. fitting. But I'm telling, like I'm telling, but he he need to let that that Booker the Women's Division role go. Yeah, I think he's taking else. his toll on him, isn't it? But it is. But I'm telling you, though, he need to let that go. Like he he is like he's wasting his years, bro. I'm telling you, he's wasting his years. Like by by the time, I'm, like no, he need to he need to let it go. But he you know, like um, I think the criticism of a division. Has also made it difficult for him. Do you see what I mean? Um, so, like, what can I explain? So, like, it's hard enough to run, a, try and run the women's division, produce the matches, you know, work everything out, the storylines, and do it all for AEW and AEW Dark, like he's doing. But because it's taken so much criticism, the women's division, I feel like he's I taken that. So. <laughs> I think he's taken that personally. Uh, yeah, I would have too. So then that was ha what's happened then is he's like putting more into it and it's taken away from his TV character a lot. And I think they're lucky that Adam Page got so over that they didn't really have to do anything with it. Like with the with them as a as a group or a couple. It's so it makes it very easy for them to do. But now where they're looking to push him as a single star, they have to do something with him. So he needs to be focused on that because him and Adam Page could have absolute bangers. But if it's Kenny Omega that's been in AEW, they're just going to be like, meh. Whereas if it's Kenny Omega from New Japan bro, versus Adam that. Page from AEW, it could I be like amazing. That, bro. Do you remember in 2018, like after... Kenny won the IWGP heavyweight title, though. When that when he was in the G one that year, I, I I cannot explain how many people were just willing to stay up just to see his singles match that night. Oh, like yeah. it was with Naito or Ishii, and like and granted, it let that. I'm, I'm not trust me. I'm not saying that's the only reason why people tuned in. Like every match, was, but it wasn't. Like that's why I got match. so into a New Japan was because of him and the Bucks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to say. But like, it's it's like it, he's just not the. This, this is not the Kenny Omega that everybody expected to see. Like I, I like bro, like I swear when 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 they first announced AEW and they like started forming it and you know it was going we was leading up to double or nothing. I was like, oh Kenny Omega, that's the that, that's that's the dude right there. Like that's the yeah, you know, that's, that's a clean cut option. Like why wouldn't you put the world title? That's your guy. And then I mean they, they they didn't make a bad choice with Jericho. I think that was the perfect decision coming out the gate. Yeah, like that, yeah, that was the right decision. That, that's a well known name, but I mean like further down the line, I thought Kenny was eventually going. You know, like well, I think then, everyone did, didn't they? That everyone has just assumed that eventually we would see Kenny Omega rise to the top, and maybe the the executive guys they just didn't want to push themselves to be 
the champion. The champion, yeah. They've been criticised. But I think... Do you think think the Bucks should have been one of the titles already? Yeah, I thought thought they should have won the tournament tournament, to start with. But... The, 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 what the, the I do like the party went was a good surprise. I like that. But yeah, I mean, it was cool. But like I think I discussed this with you before, didn't I? I said like it was a cool moment, but I don't think it's done anything for private party in the long term, and it's you, hurt you, the young bucks. You, you want to know what's funny? Private party said on on the AEW podcast they was like they felt like they haven't peaked anything in AEW other than when they beat the young bucks. Like they felt like they haven't done anything yeah. close to that. And that's what I mean. Like it hurt the young bucks and didn't really, it didn't cement private party as like one of the top teams. They, you know, they're right, a good, right. good team. I, I honestly, I, I felt like if private party beat the buck, they should have just won the whole damn tournament. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I agree. And then you've then you've set them up as like the top team, haven't you? And they do the rematch. Yes. Yeah. It's, but yeah. I do feel now with um, this heel run with the bucks and Kenny Omega. What you can do is you can basically say, uh, you know, screw everyone who criticizes us for having the titles on us because they can just play heels all the time. And mm-hmm. I think, like, I, I, I think the Young Bucks are great as heels, as those smug, just embracing all the people, things that people criticize them for, like, like being spot monkeys and, and all these different things that they get thrown at them. I like that when they're heels, they just embrace it and they just dial it up. And I think we could. We right. So here's the thing: AW have given me a lot of reasons to think that they will do it. Like we could be in for something special, and they'll pull it off. However, the way Kenny Omega's been since he's been in AW makes me concerned that for him. They're not going to be able to recreate that same magic that he, he had. Should have went to the E. <laughs> yeah, I'm hey, not sure about that. Let me ask you this: Hindsight man, 2020. Do you think uh, Hangman should have turned on Kenny at Revolution when he did the fake buckshot lariat? Yeah, um, do you think he should have did it. I think the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega should have turned on. Well, you know when they did that tease where they all looked like they were going to turn on each other. Mm-hmm. You know there was like that photo or that one shot. Where you had the three of them stood in the ring, yeah, that, and he that, that was, was that revolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was on the apron, and either one of them could have turned. I feel like they should have done it then. The crowd whereby, was high too, bro. Yeah, the they should have done it. it so that he high. went for the buckshot lariat, super and kick. they super kicked him, <laughs> and a triple super kick. And I think that would have been perfect. And they had left it there. No one quite knows who the heel and the face is, and you could have just played with, gone with. Like when they come out on the Wednesday, then just go with whoever's being booed or cheered. So do you, and, do you think? Um, do you think the blood and guts thing is like just out the off the table now? Because like the elite split up kind of. So I think that's kind of. Yeah, but I think they can redo it, can't they? With different different teams eventually. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could yeah. just do it with the elite, like the three of them versus I, I, Hangman, I, 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 Cody, and whoever. I think the inner circle is finished, bro. That group is tired. They're done. And then, yeah. but Sammy Guevara, but he's having a horrible 2020. Horrible. Yeah, he is. That, yeah, that, he, is. He, he said that dumbass stuff on the podcast that came out. And then he, you know, I'm, I don't think I've really seen anybody blame him for Matt Hardy's injury, but he's connected to it. So Yeah, it's just there, isn't it? And then that following on from the chair shot as well. 
yeah it's oh, just oh, like oh, a combination combination of it all isn't it the problem is so like the um santana and ortiz are a phenomenal tag team so they'll be all right as long as they treat them right and they put them in a good feud um jake hager can i think will stay loosely aligned with jericho until maybe they turn on each other at some point but i think they'll stay together bro are you great i was gonna add on to uh, i was just gonna say what would you do with sammy Guevara? because uh, i think it's an important period for him if they do split up the inner circle because he could get lost in the shuffle real quick and he's too talented for that uh, i think he kind of put himself in the shuffle yeah maybe <laughs> yeah yeah he did to a certain but, extent i mean like i'm I, if, if i was booking it I'm, I'm keeping him off tv for a little bit like you know because he, he 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 just got too much bad 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 voodoo around his name right now so i, I think it's best that he stay off for a little bit with santana and ortiz for, for, for like did that street fight last week i don't really feel like they got hurt by losing at all i feel like no. they, they came out of that strong honestly like i uh, i would not be against um them aligning with uh eddie kingston and Pentagon and Phoenix and them all turning on Butcher and Blade fuck them off mm-hmm. and then have them as a group I think that could be quite hot did, oh yeah, did you see AEW sound Will Hobbs man I was like about damn time yeah he's good I like him put him I in the main storyline immediately yeah straight away I was surprised by that and that's how you do it that's, yeah, but how, that's you how you do. make stars that's how you do <laughs> it isn't it that's you introduced and that's what I was saying to you last week about retribution where I saw some people saying, oh, you can't have the Evolve stars because no one knows who they are. But it's like, well, when they unmask those guys, whoever they are, doesn't matter if it's The Miz, it doesn't oh, matter if it's, it's someone confirmed. from Evolve or Donovan. Well, they confirmed it, did they? No, uh, John, John, John Pollock, he confirmed it. It's, so uh, he... it's uh, Dajakovic, Mia Yim, Mercedes Martinez, uh, Shane Thorne, and... Uh, Dio Madden, and that that's who that's who's going to portray that, that, it, is it? That, that, that's the prominent five, like. But you know, but you, I'm pretty sure you've seen like it's like a fucking twenty of them. Yeah, like, I would ass- I would assume yeah. that the the other guys will be the evolve guys. Yeah, and then they'll do something with it. But, but at but the, the end of the, the day, prominent five is those. Yeah, if they book like Dominic Dijakovic in the main event to beat. Uh, Drew Galloway Galloway. or they beat if Dominic Dijakovic comes in and beats Keith Lee or he beats Randy Orton or he beats Drew or whoever and comes in and wins then he's a big deal whoever it is they come in and beat the top stars and they do not 50-50 them and they do not lose and they're in prominent storylines and feuds and they win then they're big stars if they come in and lose two weeks after coming in, then they're just another guy. Kurt Angle was a top star within six months because he came in and beat top guys and was portrayed as a top guy. It's how they, they, it's predetermined storytelling. They can book, especially in the current era where there's no fans in the, in the stadiums, they can book who they want to be top stars. But the fact is, if you beat these guys constantly every other week, 
whether it's a disqualification or not, if they keep losing, they're not viewed as top guys. It's just the way it is. They're just another guy. It's, I don't understand it. It's just... It's predetermined. You can make whoever you want. <laughs> Stupid old man. But, um... Alright, just to finish off... To finish off this phenomenal podcast again, I, it just always cheers me up. Um, you never answered my question. Um, I don't even <laughs> know if I asked I don't even know if I asked it, actually. Um, Alistair Black, Kevin Owens. I'm really looking forward to their, their match because I think they're both phenomenal workers. Um... Is it time for Kevin Owens to become the old heel Kevin Owens again? The problem is they've got so many heels. Yeah. That there's no room for him. I'm babyface Kevin Owens does not do it for me. Unfortunately, even though he's a phenomenal person, wrestler, promo, everything. I feel like Kevin Owens is just like a a filler guy right now. Like they just sliding them in different positions, like just to fill time doing the show. I don't really think they have any like concrete plans for him right now. Yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? Because yeah. he's it is, it, 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 it's just not his time, bro. Like I mean that's just what it is in WWE. Like I, I've just learned to learn at it when it they comes take to take turns. It, it just it's just natural time. Like that's just just what it is. What's so. at this at this present time then? It's not Kevin Owens' time. What's Alistair Black's ceiling at the moment? Like, where do you, where would you, what would you do with him now, if you wanted to do something with him? Well, firstly, he got to be Kevin Owens. That's the first thing. If, if he ain't gonna be KO, then you know, and then I think after that, he should try to get himself a U.S. title shot. But I, don't, I but I, I, honestly, I don't think anybody should be beating the her business right now. Like, I don't think he's got as is is Apollo Crews got the US Lashley. title, Lashley. Yeah, Lashley. yeah, so you need to get off him. But then yeah, you, they're you doing a draft next month, they're doing a draft next month, so you could easily add Alistair Black to that intercontinental title feud or that little triple threat where you've got Sami Zayn, AJ, and Jeff Hardy. Like, what one I'm assuming, and you know, you know what they say about assuming. But um, like I'm assuming AJ is going to go to Raw because Heyman's on SmackDown, and also because he said in one of his streams that he'd like to watch his son play football. Yeah, I think he plays football on a Friday. He's he's been openly saying that for a long time. Yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised to see AJ back on Raw. I think he's certainly got the the stroke to uh, to do that. So if you you could easily slide like AJ out of that feud and put Alistair Black in think that'd be quite cool. I would not be against seeing Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens reunite, I have to say. How long has it been? Since they reunited. Like two years, right? Yeah, it's got to be at least two years. I think it's time, because they are so entertaining together, it's unbelievable. Yeah, I think that's... Well, good idea. Good idea. Um, WWE broke up another tag team this week. They go for some sort of record... Uh, so Andrade and Gaza. Oh done. yeah. It's like, what are they trying to do? Just break up a tag team every week or something? I mean, I I, I, I think the Gaza and Angel, uh, the Gaza and Andrade thing kind of ran its course anyway. Yeah. But like, I, I mean, I, I mean, at least, at least Zelina Vega is getting added to the women's division now. Like, you got another person in there. Yeah, but, but she can wrestle too. So you know. yeah, she's okay. 
But she's not Bianca Belair, mate. Or some yeah, of I mean, the other women who was not on. Yeah, that's true. And there's no disrespect to her. I just think that her strengths are more like what she was doing with Andrade. And Bianca Belair should be in that title picture. And the other thing which I would question is I do not think that Andrade's English, whilst it's improved, I don't think he's ready to uh, do that opening raw promo of like a 10-minute promo. You know what I mean? That, that could kill him in the water. Um, and he's so talented. Like, he's another one who should be right up, you know, should have had like... He should have at least been in like a main event by now of a pay per view. He 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 was really good as NXT champion, but he had Zelina there for him, so he didn't. And this is what I mean. I don't understand taking taking uh, him away. Like I just don't get it. It's disappointing. I I would have been down to see when they first brought Gaza up. I'd have loved to have seen um, like Umberto join with them. (laughs) Umberto. Calario joined them as a heel. Jesus Christ. That was perfect pronunciation. Have you seen this stuff that they doing with with Drake Maverick and Killian Dane? Yeah, I've seen a little bit. I haven't watched NXT (laughs) this uh, this week. I saw like last week where the first of the first week, Drake Maverick saved him. Oh no, Killian Dane saved him, didn't he? No, 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 Drake, saved him. Drake saved him first. And yeah, and then Killian Dane like hit his finisher on him or whatever. <laughs> and then the following week he saved him again. But he didn't hit the finisher, is that right? No, he knocked him out again. Ah right, okay. So it, what did it, he do the third week? They they were supposed to have a tag team match against Undisputed Era. And yeah. uh Killian Dane basically told him go fuck off and go do the match by himself. And then um, William Regal came and approached Killian Dane when he was in the back, and he was like, "You're gonna be a little coward. You're gonna let your partner get beat up like that." So Killian Dane went out there, and then basically he threw Drake Maverick in the ring to continue getting beat up. <clears> and, then, and then he walked away. And then Bobby Bobby Fish called him fat. And then oh, and, Bobby. And, and then he came back, and then he beat the shit out of uh, his ass. And then Drake Maverick got amped up and was like, "Hell yeah, you just saved me, we're partners." And he knocked him out again. So <laughs> <laughs> he liked it. It's hilarious, bro. Killian Dane is another one, very talented. Dude. You, 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 you think you think they're trying to do like a makeshift thing, like they did with Riddle and uh, Dunn? Yeah, they could Maverick. do. And there's there's potential there because Drake Maverick is so talented. So He's so I, funny, I'm, mate. I'm telling you, bro. Like if, they, if if this Dane and Maverick stuff had a crowd, they would be eating that stuff up, bro. Yeah, like yeah, hundred percent. tag title run in the future yes definitely i think so the nxt needs tag teams because they've they've for some reason that legado del fantasma they seem to like beating them already i don't know why because i thought when they when they did the reveal and the thing i thought good that's like a good stable which isn't undisputed era let's do that and then they've kind of just beaten them and it's very disappointing because I really like all guys and included in that. Um, the very last thing I wanted to ask you about, uh, we saw Adam Cole give the old two sweets to Finn Balor last week after their match. Um, do you think Finn Balor will... Uh, do you think we'll see Adam Cole again before the draft? Ooh, that's a tough one. Or do you think they keep him off TV? Nah, keep him off TV, bro. Keep him off TV, bro. It's, it's like, there's no point. Like We bring him back on TV for what? 
Like and yeah, do what? Yeah, unless he's got a few. But, then just but, that, that, but that man has literally done everything in NXT. Like his, I, I, I think it's time. Like he's been NXT North American champion. He's been NXT champion. Like dude, and been in NXT. He, he had a great three year run in NXT. Like I, I, I he's just been phenomenal, man. I mean, I, I mean, unless you gonna keep him, you know. I mean, Gargano kind of sort of kind of reinvented his character a little bit, so he kind of got fresh legs a little bit. I, I don't think Ch- I, I'm not interested in Champa. In 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 a bit whatsoever, but I I think it's time for Adam Cole, man. It's time. It's time. I think the only thing which I is left to do with Adam Cole, and we touched on it briefly last week, was if they did do the undisputed era kind of breakup. Yeah, did, did you see? Oh, yeah, you you didn't see. I think you just mentioned you didn't see NXT this week. Cause yeah. Kyle O'Reilly made the save, man. He uh, uh, you know Tommaso Ciampa feuding with Jake Atlas, right? Yeah, yeah. Tommaso Ciampa. I mean, Kyle O'Reilly made the save, man, for Jake Atlas. And fought really? off tomorrow, Champa. So it looks like they're going to give Kyle O'Reilly a yeah. bit of a yeah. singles push. Then that's good. Yeah, like in undisputed era, wasn't there? Like it yeah, was just okay. him by himself. Kyle O'Reilly's super popular as well. Um, yeah, he is. So I think that's a good move. My concern was that they would do the undisputed era split, and then Vince would call up Adam Cole, decide he's too small, and then put the undisputed era back with him like a week after doing some sort of angle like i'd rather they keep adam cole off tv completely now bro especially because there's no crowd like it like i i feel like it would be different like if he had a crowd and adam cole came i feel like they'd go crazy but like now oh, man. can you imagine like um smackdown with a full crowd and like live and then adam cole's music hits like the crowd would go nuts for that shit but, and then they already seen them before because we beat Daniel Bryan in the main. Well, they event. went. They still went nuts for it, though, didn't they? Mm. But do you think? Where would you send Adam Cole? Then, final question: Where would you put him in the draft? Ooh, uh, I, I, uh, I, 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 I feel. I mean, since Retribution going to be on Raw, I feel like Adam Cole need to go to SmackDown. Like he need to get around some. I mean, he 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 going to end up doing the King Corbin. Yeah, put King Corbin on Raw as well. (laughs) But you know, I'd love to see SmackDown be full of like, like AJ and Adam Cole and Riddle and all these. Go back to the SmackDown twenty. Do you remember SmackDown twenty sixteen, bro? This is amazing, mate. Hey, hey, side. Let me ask you this real quick. How much would you pay to see to see Chad Gable and Jason Jordan get back? I'd love to see it. But the problem is, but we ain't they'd come, they'd, they'd we come hear- back, and then WWE would have have them lose on their first night back, <laughs> and then split them up as a tag team because they lost. Because we, we they, heard- they've got to break up a tag team every week. We ain't heard nothing about Jason. I I, I I hope he's just probably keeping a secret. I mean, I know his neck injury was serious as hell, but I hope he's like keeping his, you know, keeping it a secret. That's what I'm hoping out for. Spinal and neck injuries, bro. Yeah, that ain't nothing to play with. Heavy shit, man. Speaking from experience. But, uh, yes, it is what it is. Hopefully, I'd love to see Jason Jordan come back. Because I felt like he was just coming into his... He was just finding himself. He was just hitting his stride, bro. He was just... It's like that smarmy heel kind of dick. He was just hitting his... Just finding his feet. And and he was going to get the Kurt Angle match. He was going to get the Kurt Angle match. Yeah. Sucks, bro sucks the way things break down sometimes um okay uh tell people where they can find your stuff mate man 
go sub to the Ace Podcast YouTube channel. That's what I want y'all to do. That's what I want the people to do. That's all I got to say. Uh, what a what a gentleman. Follow Andrew Thompson. Subscribe to his YouTube channel. The links to which are all below. Get that shit done. He uh, recently hit 400 subscribers. He is flying through the subscribers these days. He is unbelievable. Some great wrestling content there. Some great wrestling roundups every week. I urge you to follow him. Because he is a good man. And an even better writer. That's it. Subscribe. And uh, we'll be back next week, mate. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Until next week, layers. Sports Social Podcast Network.